0: Serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report.
1: Yo, Popo Nation, come get it. I know it seems like six months, but the Chicago Popo Report is back Saturday night. WLS AM 890, Chicago. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Lupe looking a little rough today, no flying the guns. Looked like he just <laughs> crawled out of the gym, not, not been in it. What's going on, brother? It's been a busy week, man. Are yeah, you tired, man, huh? Well, I mean, you look a little whipped, you're a little, mm-hmm. little, little that three year old running you up you, know how it, you up. you know how it is. You have a handful of jobs, you're uh, you're running all over
2: the place. Sometimes you just got to yeah. scruff it out. I know, man. It's rough and not shave and not right. shave for a few days. That's right.
1: It's rough being you. You're looking a little like your dad today. <laughs> Come on, I'll shave tomorrow. All right, man. I'll all shave, right. the, still, I'll shave after, still, after the show. You're still pretty, you're still <laughs> looking good, man. All right. Then girl, girl still jumping on us when we walk out the door. Oh, you, I'm just watching.
2: You look amazing yourself. Remembering in the oh, old okay.
1: days. yeah. I'm a well-preserved old man. <laughs> From many years of sitting on the couch and not, you know, working real hard and not working. We always start to show off at the love fest. Yeah, we got stories today? We got anything happening? What's going on? I just want to talk about you. Uh, I don't want to talk about me. No? Yeah. Generally, I do like to talk about me, but I don't think WLS would tolerate that real well. No? Well, no. No.
2: I mean, what's big in the news and what happened in New Zealand, you know, crazy white boy time.
1: I mean... Well, it was crazy white boy time, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, another mass shooting by a crazy white boy. In New Zealand. Yeah. And they banned ARs today, or Thursday. They they took about a week. No No more ARs in New Zealand. Nope. Well, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure well, That's not were, the end of that. People were turning in their guns. They're like, we
2: don't want any more of this. Yeah.
1: Well, Gun dealers were refusing to sell them before the ban came, uh, got in effect. We don't have that problem in this country. Okay, uh, they they say we're going to ban ARs, and they sell about a, a million more the next week.
2: Well, yeah, the uh, the gun lobby is very powerful.
1: And uh, the people are very powerful. I don't the think gun really cares about the, the gun lobby. The gun lobby <laughs> and the gun manufacturers
2: are very powerful. They have a lot of money, and yeah. you know they 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 sway public opinion. Especially, uh, you know... Gun people. Uh,
1: yeah, well... They sway gun people. That's what they sway. There's a lot of gun people in this country. I mean, the people who aren't gun people could care less, right? Oh, well,
2: Yeah, who are gun people? They sway them to buy more guns.
1: Right. Well, you know, that's like money. You can have, never have enough guns or you know, money. Or let's, bullets. Let's Let's, yeah, unless let's, you're an idiot but let's talk about the New Zealand thing this guy goes off it's a big hit we all, yeah, we all know what happened in New Zealand but there's a you know, uh, and, and where's, and what here's do we the want the to concentrate on I want of, to concentrate on? on this well number one it's tragedy 50 people get killed uh, 200 wounded or some outrageous number but here is the number that got my attention 36 minutes for the police to show up what are they doing what are you what could you possibly be doing while people are getting slaughtered and shot up for 36 minutes because I gotta tell you something Chief Zeman out in Aurora, she'd have had a whole police department in there in a gunfight in about two and a half minutes, okay? Not 36. But this is what burns my ass on all these mass shootings. Well, we got to wait for the army or we got to wait for support. Listen, you get paid to run in that building and prevent people from getting murdered. That's the job. That's what you get the big bucks for. Don't wait. Don't let another 100 people get shot because you're waiting for support of some sort, right? That's why you carry a gun. You have support. The guy that stopped the shooting, at the, now, by the way, he finishes at one mosque, gets in his car, and drives to another unmolested. Right. But this is where I'm heated, right? Because there's so many lives and so much tragedy happening in this time period. And, I, and a dude at the second mosque who lives four minutes away runs home. Grabs his gun, a pistol, and I might add, unload it and returns. And that's what stops the shooting, finally. Dude gets scared and took off and now the police show up. And they grab him. Talking 36 a, minutes into this thing.
2: Talking about Abdul Aziz?
1: <sighs> yeah. Who's a hero? Yeah. This guy saves another 20, 30 lives, probably. He
2: used whatever was at well, at his c- disposal, including, including an ATM machine. You know? Yeah, he grabbed did, it and threw it at him.
1: Yeah. I mean, this guy is a real hero, right? Okay? And the New Zealand authorities should all be horsewhipped for this one—36 minutes. I mean, that—that's the tragedy here. In addition to the lunatic, who—this is why I'm in favor of public execution. I mean, not—you know—I'm not in favor of the death penalty, but summary execution on the spot would made me feel a lot better about this. No, definitely, I Mister. Mean, I mean, you're in church or mosque or temple that's that's the one place you should probably be okay, right, well, in this world you would hope
2: not to a crazy white boy
1: uh, man, I hope he has a bad bad ending in jail I yeah, really do
2: thank God for mr aziz he uh he actually lived in um lived in Australia for twenty five years and just recently moved to New Zealand,
1: yeah, because and it's more peaceful in New Zealand, as we all know, right that's why I moved there well, you'd think so, yeah, yeah but no, you know really, i've I've been to both places, i mean in both lovely countries and uh, Uh, they don't have white supremacists white supremacists
2: know no bounds paul
1: no none there is uh
2: hate hate has no bounds
1: well you know in this country we allow you have a right to be whomever you want to be right i i would immediately declare that stuff illegal yeah if i was king i'm not king no
2: well according to uh, president trump you know it's just a small group it's not really a national, it's not a national concern, it's not a national emergency. Yeah, well,
1: Al-Qaeda and ISIS is pretty small, and yeah. they've been raising havoc for about 25 years now, okay? Yeah. Uh, small groups can do a lot of damage, as we know.
2: What if What if another small group, uh, you know, instead of a phrased white supremacists or white nationalists, they call themselves black nationalists or black supremacists, uh, brown nationalists, brown supremacists. I, would I think the, it'd uh, be a different story. Disciples I think it'd be, be a different kids. story, I think it'd be a different <laughs> story, different national outcry.
1: Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I don't know. I think everybody is pretty much... I think we could all agree. Most reasonable people are, are not in favor of white nationalists of this ilk, right? I Listen. That's There's DT. nothing... Look, we, we fought a war with the Nazis for, for four years. 60 million people dead worldwide, and we're tolerating Nazis. It's, it's in fashion now. Are you kidding me? But that's DT's face. That's uh, DT's base. I mean, oh what are you going to do? I don't know. Well... I'm sure, as opposed to voting for the Dems, right? (laughs) They're going to vote for him. But these people have no place in society anywhere, except in a prison cell. And that would say, I'd say, a maximum security prison cell, perhaps in isolation, like forever. And if you declare yourself a Nazi, that's treasonous, and you're an enemy of this government, as you should be any other government. Anyways, let's move on, because... We're gonna come back locally. I get bored, come back to I Chicago. It. Chief Seaman should have been on uh, in New Zealand. Let me tell you, Aurora PD, they wouldn't have lost near as many people. Not not would have happened. Because what are do they doing, Aurora? They charge in, man, at the first sight of trouble. And they're gonna take fire and they're gonna get hit and they're gonna keep coming. Didn't happen in New Zealand. By the way, not one one uh, nobody got wounded in New Zealand except innocent civilians. All right. Let's let's move on. Okay. Uh, locally, Paul. Ah, I love, this is one of my favorite stories. Chicago spent more than $113 million on police misconduct lawsuits in 2018. That's a lot of dollar bills. That's a lot of dough, man. That's a lot of misconduct. And, uh, you know, everyone would have you believe that uh, this is all, you know, this is bad and this is good. Because the only way you can punish police misconduct is financially. Because we know... Almost never is anything going to happen to an officer who is misconquered. Let's talk about the guy who shot the disabled kid, right? What's happened to him? Uh, His own police department, detectives said bad shooting. The dude's still working right they wanted to yeah they, he's they still tried, working he's yeah. still getting paid 105 grand a year or whatever to they, wanted to, they
2: wanted to you know classify him as a victim yeah i mean yeah it's well just...
1: he wanted to class himself as a victim certain people in the fop want him to be a uh, victim but but the actual detectives who did the case weren't calling him a victim and that's where the problem's we're gonna
2: wrap the story up uh ah. on the turnaround policy we're gonna take another break coming uh my, back. It's my, my nonviolent.
1: Breaks. it's the first hard break bro.
2: non-violent partner in crime all right All right. thanks for starting us off. when we come back Back, Paul. We're going to talk about uh, Kim Fox. It was revealed that via text. That uh, she lobbied for a nineteen Paul, and we'll explain oh, what a nineteen God. Paul is, all right, Paul. <laughs> and uh, we got a romantic rivalry, and uh, you know, romantic rivalry and jealousy red- led to that murder in uh, Evanston that happened last week. Yes, We're going to get into that. We yeah. update on that, yeah. and we got a great happy ending out of Michigan. Okay, Yeah, we like happy endings. You've been listening to the Popo Report. We'll see you back in a few.
1: Pat O'Connor, the man who has the number two job in City Hall, on connected to Chicago Sunday night at seven here on WLS AM eight ninety the ball. Ah, Popo Nation, Chicago Popo Report back. Lupe Aguiar, Paul Celino, WLSAM 890. And hey, folks, if you can't catch it tonight or you can't catch the whole thing, go to WLSAM.com, click on that little podcast button, jump down to the Chicago Popo Report, and you can listen to all our shows all right, at your leisure. Commercial free, traffic weather free, right? The only way to go, man. Catch up with your green tea latte. I mean, unless you're, you know, unless unless it's date night, then you want to listen to us live because we're, we're going to heat it up for you. All right? We're going to make it a good date night. Yeah. Not one of them bad date nights. We'll hook it up. We'll talk about sexy stuff. It's like, all sexy, Paul. Like lawsuits and, and police misconduct. And, the way we tee it up, it's all sexy. That's right. It's all sexy. Right? So it's all in the manner of how you present it. Right.
2: Yeah, Well, is the $113 million payout sexy for 2018? Well, know. let me
1: tell you, you know, $113 million did not go to the victims of police misconduct. <laughs> Some of that money went to them. But I'll tell you, uh, the people who got paid the most in that are the lawyers who defend the city of Chicago. Outside counsel. Get big dough. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, they drag these cases on for years and years and years. Because while they're dragging them on, they're getting 450 bucks 500 600 bucks an hour. And they're getting paid every month, and they're getting paid extremely well. They become multi-millionaires. Because a, not lawyers, you be a lawyer, you've got to be cloud-heavy. Yeah, Exactly. you you're well connected to somebody. Well-connected law right? firms, exactly. And, and yeah. it really doesn't matter if you're good, bad, medium lawyer. If you're connected, this is instant millionaire. Mm-hmm. Now, if your guy's sitting in a cell for 25 years for something you didn't do, guess what? The lawyers who defend this case are going to wind up with more money than you are. That's the fact. So you could we could scream all we want about how much it costs but a lot of it is outside counsel for the city. Yeah, don't blame it on the attorneys though, Paul. You know what? If
2: if if you know if the misconduct wasn't there in the first place Damn. you wouldn't need attorneys hey, here, here to uh, you know, come in is, and we, save the day and fix everything. We got a corporation That's what we have to do. We, we got to fix a, everything.
1: We got a corporation he, counsel he, office that gets it Tens may, of millions of dollars. It
2: may take. It may, may take longer than you expect, right. but hey, we do get it fixed.
1: Yeah, you get it get fixed it done, right? We could get right. this. You've let me put it in right. Paulie's court for about five minutes. I'd have this thing settled in three weeks. I know. But right? you
2: don't know how to caress and finesse like attorneys yeah, do. Paul. Right. No, I wouldn't caress you're or little, finesse
1: at all. You're going to get this much, and you're, you're going to get rough on the edges, Paul. Yes, I've been accused of that. You might find that hard to believe, but that that, that is probably a fact. But uh, guess
2: guess who got the biggest payout though this year? Who got the biggest payout? Well, it involved our our, our you know, the gift that keeps on giving, Officer Robert Rialmo. Oh, Bobby! Who unfortunately, yeah, he yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I he listen, to the Betty Jones family I, I, sixteen million. But I'll tell you what,
1: um, that was an accident. He didn't mean to shoot. That her. was that was an accident, yeah. and, and it's a sixty million dollar accident exactly. Yeah. It, it was a bad accident, but Bobby <laughs> Realmo didn't mean to kill that woman. We all know no, that, right? No,
2: no, absolutely. And that's why he's not uh, being charged for murder. Exactly. That's why he's not in jail. That's Along, why he's still got a job. That's why, yeah, he's still, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Hey, that's because the excellent representation provided hey. by hey. Joel Brosky. Okay. Brodsky. <laughs> Joel <Brodsky. laughs> That That's what Joel say. Okay. Well, yeah. Joel's got his own problems in the appellate and federal courts. What What's next?
2: Uh, we got Laquan McDonald in the news. Wow. Ah, Laquan.
1: He's, well, look. Well, Laquan's on the news.
2: Well, not Laquan Ooh, McDonald. Jason Van, Jason Van Dyke the for the Laquan McDonald killing. And what My happened? bad. Well, the uh, resentencing yeah. was rejected by the uh, Illinois State well, Illinois, Illinois Supreme Court, so he's not going to be resentenced. It's going to yeah, stay. Yeah, talk
1: him. about this for a minute because uh, <clears throat> although I don't think Jason got enough time, he got nine years. He's going to wind up doing about three. All right, at the end, uh, here's what happened. The special prosecutors and the new attorney general decided to appeal the sentence, which is rare by the judge, which is very R- extremely rare. And fortunately, the Supreme Court said, "Nice try, not happening." And I'm going to tell you why this is a good thing.
2: Well, okay? well, I mean, you got a was that decision politically motivated? I mean, there's well, three part. conservative justices, and you've <laughs> got one okay, one Democrat joined to three, and that Democrat is.
1: Who? Ann
2: Burke. connected to the Burke family, right. and yes. Yeah, yeah. so and you so know the Eddie's
1: wife, right? Eddie's wife, yeah. But I would tell you, I think Justice Burke has been a moderate justice since yeah. she's been on, and, and a good one, by the way. I don't have any problems with her. But this would have been horrible law, a horrible precedent. I agree with you there. I agree yeah, with you there. Let, let me tell you. I, it was politically motivated on both sides. Almost 40 years in this business, this is what I know. Yeah. No one's ever happy with a sentence. Not the defendant, not, not the prosecution, not the victim's uh, family or the victims. In most cases, everybody's always unhappy with the sentence. And we can't let prosecutors start appealing sentences because they'd appeal every one of them. right? And they'd never be happy unless the guy got life in prison. There's nothing to appeal there, right? Yeah. But it it is... The judge, the trial judge, is in the best position to handle sentencing. And although it may be unfair a lot or too lenient, uh, generally they're close, I think. They're generally pretty judicious. And and, and there are judges who will hammer you for for relatively minor offenses. And there's judges who will give you a big break on a heavy dope case or even a rape charge, right? Or a murder case. In the old days, murder. You're a, a gang murder, you do 10 years, you're out. You get a 20 year sentence, you do 50%, you're home. I mean, I used to get clients two, three times, murders, yeah. who'd been down twice already, right? That doesn't happen anymore because of mandatory minimums. But in this case, I'm glad. I think the Supreme Court did the right thing. Uh, I applaud them for once. I generally don't do that. But I'm glad the prosecutors were not successful in appealing that sentence. And By the way, I heard Dandy Dan. Dandy Dan. Dandy Dan, Jason's lawyer. Dan well, Herbert. He's, he's not handling the appeal. He, he? he was on the radio, okay. uh, actually, on WLS the other day, talking about how he's very happy about this. He also mentioned he has nothing to do with the appeal, rather than he might advise the appellate attorneys. It's a so whole he's different out.
2: process. Yeah, that's a whole different process. But no, but he's out.
1: Yeah. He's out. Mm-hmm. I think his law firm's out. And you know, on the radio, I couldn't tell if his, his dressing game was up to par, up to high, his high standards. But uh, uh, he did okay in that case.
2: Here, uh, the uh, two are two uh, 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 mayor mayoral candidates are also talking about the uh, decision, and they both, you know, predictably um, didn't agree with the uh, decision not to resentence Van Dyke. But
1: they wanted him resentence. Yeah, yeah, it's just absolutely ridiculous, okay? and it's but pandering, to, pandering the, to, to the people in the neighborhood.
2: <clears throat> but here, here's the here's the thing that here's the thing that that I have an issue with. Um, I forgot who it was. Whether it's Tony or 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 Lori Lightfoot um you try to make uh, you try to make an equivalence between what a police officer faces uh in the land of duty yeah. the kind of decisions he has to make right uh split second decisions um and unfortunately sometimes you take a life and then and then you have to answer for it that's fine making that decision is far different than a decision that uh you know uh, a real offender, a true offender, like the one that killed the 15 uh, year old uh, Hidea Pendleton. Yeah, the decision that he made, you know, that right. took her life. No, that's and that's he a was sentenced. He murder. was sentenced for right. 84 years. Exactly. Yeah. So they're you, you know what they should have got 84. Yeah, they're making they're 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 they're, they're making equivalences. Uh, you there. Can't make and those argument. are false right. equivalences. Right. Yeah. That he's a and a exactly. Right, yeah, just Van so Dyke, like,
1: no criminal background, never been arrested, <clears throat> never been in trouble, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly, it, it's a whole different set of circumstances.
2: That's the issue I have with you know a politician yeah. making, poli- that po- should, making that statement. Politicians should stay statement.
1: out of this stuff, man.
2: And for, unfortunately, a lot of people fall for it. A lot of people, yeah, you are right. That's, Why does he get eighty four years in Van Dyke? Only get six and a half. That is beaten. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, only, you know. People who who can't think for themselves. Yeah, it's a good fall radio
1: show and TV stuff, but in po- politics. But but the reality is, uh, the, the courthouse stuff sorts itself out. And I think uh, at the end of the day, great decision by the Supreme Court to stay uninvolved in sentencing uh, or letting a prosecutor appeal a sentence it would have really been bad law.
2: You got it, Paul. We're going to take another break right now. We're going we're going to go in the hole. But when we come out out of the hole, we're going to talk about uh. Kim fox all right
1: is that okay with you uh, we're glad to talk about kimmy
2: yeah the uh you know the wannabe victims still back in the news okay let's
1: talk about it
2: all right paul you've been listening to the popo report chicago popo report on wsm 890
0: chicago's news at no point has mr kelly ever met timothy savage and talk something has to happen to this guy wls am 890 here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Chicago Popo Report.
1: All right, people. Chicago Popo Report is back. Saturday night, WSAM 890 in Chicago. Well, reporting on international cases. National. We do it all. Right, Luke. Well, Nothing, nothing escapes us, Paul. Oh, we're right, we're everywhere. That's right. You, <laughs> could, you could drop this show anywhere in the United States, right? And here's something interesting.
2: You got something stupid happening up in... Uh, we in love it.
1: stupid. If it's stupid, we're if it's talking stupid about we're it. we're talking right? about it, yeah. We'll it's- find it, and we're going to talk about it. And we will beat it to death. <laughs> because that's what we do. We'll definitely chew up some time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to chew up Kim Fox. No, we're going to on Kim Fox a little bit right now, right? Hey, but
2: you know what? You're going to leave a little bit smarter.
1: That's right. Yeah. A little bit more knowledgeable. We don't right? just talk the talk, Paul. We're going to get the inside. We're going to give you some real insight on what really happens in high-profile cases. What can Fox do, Luke? She's in the news again. Not in a positive way, I might add. No, no. And including... Ooh, there's a bunch of hand-wringing going on. My God, somebody called the state's attorney and tried to do some inside stuff. Can you imagine that in Chicago? Which
2: happens all over the place. Oh, it's, not, it's And you oh, know what? It's not stop. the
1: Chicago way. It's just... The way. That's right. But, but it's really the Chicago way. And what happened you know, was in the Smollett it, case. It sounds good. What happened in the Smollett case? Mrs. Obama, Chief of Staff, Pillow Talk Kim Fox, because she's friends with the Smollett family, right? Yeah. She called her up and said, Hey, we don't, you know, we, we know. don't really like the way this thing's going. What, what are you going to, you know, we need a hand here, Kim. So Kim calls Superintendent Johnson, our our guy, all right? We're fan Superintendent Johnson, big fans, okay? And says, Maybe you should give this to the FBI. And Superintendent says, Yeah, yeah, okay. And of course, he it never did. it wasn't a
2: direct order. <laughs> it wasn't it was well, a lobbying effort. A it was order. a lobby, yeah. It was it, a lobby. The, the, the uh, superintendent
1: okay. fully understands he don't work for the state's attorney. Right. right? And Kim Fox, uh, for whatever reason said, why don't you give it to the FBI? Okay? Because she's worried she didn't want you know, Obama's former chief staff mad at her because she's asking for the big favor, whatever that may be. Of course, bro, we're never going to get that full story. But everyone, oh, Kim Fox should resign. Kim Fox is disgraceful. Let me tell you guys, okay, girls, this happens in every high profile case. Remember when Mayor Daly's son beat a kid to death on the sidewalk down on uh, Division? Yeah. huh? You don't think the mayor was calling everybody up and chatting it up? I mean, that kid didn't get... When they finally did indict him, it was for involuntary manslaughter. He did about six months and walked out the door. Yeah. It was the most cloud-heavy case ever.
2: Was it like 10 years later?
1: It was a long time, long time. A long time, long time later, okay? It was ridiculous, and it happens all the time. Anita Alvarez used to sit in her office with private attorneys and movie producers and watch film and hook up cases, Okay. So don't 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 act like this has never happened before in this city. It happens every time. There's a big high profile case, and somebody who's big and high profile has an interest in it.
2: Here's where here's where uh, here's where I I see the rub, though. Uh, maybe you could explain it to me, Paul. At what point did Fox and Friends give uh, give uh, Eddie Superintendent Johnson the phone call? Was it before you know the case started unraveling, during the unraveling, or after? Uh, because if I'm, it was uh, after when when yeah. when the superintendent fully knew that we're going to we're going to indict this guy he's no longer a victim was the phone call where the text message is done at that point because right. and then at that point that's a whole different right. story
1: boys and girls we're going to explain this to you because here's what happened the superintendent being the really smart guy he is mm-hmm. and most of the detectives in this city being really bright guys knew this story was bs in ER the night of well, right yeah so The superintendent had a pretty good idea this was not going to turn out for old Jussie real well, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he like knew probably the first day this case was total BS, but they were, you know, saying all the right things. Uh, uh, We consider him a victim and, you know, we're treating him like a victim. Jussie knew the story was BS and the family probably knew it was BS, right?
2: And did, did Fox and friends know that there was truly BS though?
1: Well, I don't Before know. What, she made I'm that, guessing the superintendent did not share with her.
2: I'm sure she has her own inside people right. looking yeah. into, you know, what's well, going on listen, what's going on with the
1: police department. Where, am, where's I, the
2: investigation yeah, headed? I'm,
1: I'm sure a State state's attorney got a sign of that real quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and was probably calling the Popo every night, going, Hey, What's up? Where we at? What's, oh, what's we at? at? What's, what's going at? on? And 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 the popo being a popo said, eh, you know, we're investigating. We're looking. We're reviewing video tape, uh-huh. hundreds and hundreds of hours, et cetera. So I'm not sure. A lot of honesty is going back and forth before uh-huh. the agencies, which would not be uncommon in a big case at yeah, all.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Because police department who've been around as long as the state's attorneys. Yeah. They know there's agendas over there that don't match up right, with their agenda. Right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think the police handled this thing in a most excellent manner. Right. Yeah from, well, yeah. from day one. And they did involve the feds. You didn't lie to her. Feds right. are involved. Postal inspectors. Right. They're federal. The the FBI is involved. Uh, there, is there a grand jury pending over the federal building on Smollett to indict them? They're probably waiting to see what happens in the state case.
2: The only person that has egg on their face is Kim Fox right now.
1: Oh, you, you if know? you could even say it. Listen, I don't think she has egg on her face because this happens all the time. And she recused herself. i you hey, kidding I'm me? out.
2: Are you kidding me? I mean it c nah,
1: the media at her, right? So what? It comes in every case it happens though. That's the the issue. It happens in every case. There's phone calls being made, emails written. Don't you think she
2: should have said, You know what? I am the Cook County State's attorney. And I am not going to talk to you about this. Well, do not even do not she, even say yeah, I will look into you.
1: it. That's not the political reality of life. All right, she's not going to do that to the former chief of staff for the first lady. She's just not going to do it. Not going to happen. Well, you know what she should? The former chief staff going to call sh- up Perkwinkle, who's really Kim Fox's sh- boss, and say, sh- "I need to talk to Kim." And Kim's going to pick up the phone and call her because Tony's going to tell her to call. She should have grown some cojones there. Well, she is not going to grow them anytime soon. It, she has proven over and over since mm. she's had this job. I'm not a big fan of Kim Fox. Yeah. all right. I don't think she's all that wonderful. Not a lot of people she's are. She's better than the last one, but still not that good.
2: Yeah. All right? Canada, In
1: fact, and then there was Divine, and there was Daily before that. I, I can't think of a state's attorney I like. You want to be truthful. All right? They're, they're all politicians at yeah. the end of the day. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know? And, and that's the name of that game. And they all want to be mayor or governor or the attorney general. Almost none of them want to be the state's attorney. They all get that job to do something else.
2: Well, and not only not only is she's not a she's not a favorite all around, a fan favorite all around, the police union, they're all up in yeah, her business well, the now. The police yeah.
1: union don't like anybody, bro. The FOP Lodge 7 fights with anyone they could fight with, okay? Uh who who they asking demanding be investigated now? What's the latest and greatest they're pulling? Well, yeah, Cook we County story Yeah, line?
2: yeah, Cook County. We're doing it right now. Yeah. The <laughs> police union accuses Kim Fox of interfering <laughs> yeah, right. in the Jussie Smollett That's investigation. Right. They
1: asked the feds to come and investigate. Right. Good luck with that yeah, one, yeah. okay? Not in a million so years. Just to get headlines, just to see, you know. Yes, they, that's exactly what that was. You know, we're doing something. Yeah, we're doing something. We're going to ask that Kim be investigated. That, that's very helpful going forward on the uh, hundreds of thousands of cases that CPD has pending with the state's attorney's mm-hmm. office. D- another stupid, unwell thought out move. Terrible move by the FOP. You, you could think it. You could beef it privately. When you start issuing press releases, just the headline grabbing move. Ah, not smart, not smart. It does, doesn't help the guy in the street at all. Doesn't what? help the working cops who's got to deal with the working state's attorneys. Let's, not get, at into, all.
2: let's get into something a little more entertaining. Our boy R. Kelly's I, back. I would like to entertain. Oh,
1: I love Robert.
2: He wants to get out to Dubai yeah, and do, let me, do let a, a couple you, concerts. Now, this is
1: great because because he's got. What what happens when you get locked up? Surrender your passport, right?
2: Yeah, man, you can't you
1: can't leave his passport has been surrendered, so the judge is going to have border. to the judge is going the the to have border hand him back his passport and say, you could yeah okay jump on the private plane and go to Dubai. By the way, Dubai does not have an extradition treaty <laughs> with the United States. All right, <laughs> um, isn't it amazing? He's that, trying to out fox the uh, the judge. Well, here's the, here's the problem, of course, right? He's got no money. He's got to earn money, yeah. Hey, you got to make some money. No one's hiring. You know, I mean, United Center's not going to have him host anything anytime soon. Why like, hasn't
2: Dubai canceled the the concerts? So what's think, wrong with you Dubai? Think what's Dubai? Dubai? What's wrong? Dubaians <laughs> give two poops about what Chicago thinks, likes, or wants. <laughs> they just like R. Kelly's music. Oh huh? man,
1: free free. Well, some no some prince in the Dubai likes R. Kelly's music. Right. Okay, the Duke, local Dubaians wouldn't dare say anything or to be hung up at the nearest. Uh, you know light street light the next morning. What's going to happen, though? Well, Paul, we're going to talk
2: about it a little bit more after the break, okay? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. Right
0: about now. now. Chicago's news and talk. Right about now. WLS AM
1: 890. Step four. bad of the bone. WLS AM 890, Chicago Popo Report, and man... <laughs> Lupe singing with R. Kelly, Cry, crying R. Kelly. Robert thinks he's going to be flying out to Dubai. I think Bro. my man is grounded. I think he's grounded too. Okay, because <laughs> if this judge lets R. Kelly go, go now. I, Greenberg's going to come in, and throw down on this from big because a, everybody wants to get paid. No mm. one's getting paid. All right, it, nobody's getting Dubai. paid it, unless R. Kelly's working. That's the problem. All right everybody understands that the judge wants a defense lawyer, a well a well-funded and a happy defense lawyer is a well-paid one and if he's not getting paid he's not going to be happy and greenberg has gone as far i love this judge i will go to dubai with mr kelly and make sure he comes in. now let's be real stephen my friend if <laughs> i kelly says to you while uh, you're in dubai hey greeny i'm out of here See ya. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Tackle him? Tackle him in Dubai? (laughs) You're going to tackle him and kidnap him back? You're going to whip out the Amex card and and charter your own private jet and drag his butt back to Chicago? I I, I could see all kinds of problems with this one. Does the judge let him go? I got to tell you, if the judge lets him go, I'm going to predict a not guilty in this case. I'm going to say that's a judge that likes R. Kelly, and he's going to bend over backwards. Well, he's gonna make sure it's a, a fair trial, and because uh, all I'm hearing is there's is a lot of old evidence, nothing all that new coming up in this case, and if he lets R. Kelly go and perform, now nah, that solves a lot of problems for R. Kelly, and
2: he's got three to five shows, Paul. He's got to perform. He's gonna right? let him. And by know, the way, you you think, think was, about it.
1: Just think about it seriously, because that's a lot of dope. This it's was dope. prior to his indictment. By the, the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this isn't like something new, but. So that's a mitigating circumstance. i got to tell you what. A, he's going to be paid in Dubai. I know the Cook County Circuit Court is not going to be able to get their hands on that money. They don't pay him in pesos in Dubai? (laughs) You can get paid in pesos. They're going to be American greenbacks or euros, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, R. Kelly needs the money badly. So this, this this is a fun thing that happens during the course of this case. And Greenberg... You know, who I know loves to travel internationally. Oh my God. He's down with the Dubai trip. You know, he'd be over there riding camels, getting pictures, taking them himself, you know. This'll be on his website soon.
2: He sold more than 40 million albums Paul in his career he uh, doesn't have any he doesn't have any listen
1: money. man Michael Jackson was yeah. broke before he died okay his state made the money he didn't he yeah. owed Sony like 150 million dollars he was burning through money like it was leaves. it's tough being a rock star Paul they're idiots okay let's just let's call it what it is they're morons all right they're out there spending money like it's never gonna end right and they get jammed and oh woe is me I have no money yeah well powers- I can't pay my child support mm-hmm Please stop. We're well, gonna, let's see. Let's see if Greenberg. If let me tell you, if Green Greenberg gets the judge, to let him and R. Kelly go to Dubai. We're going to do a special. Okay, that's oh all yeah. I can say. We're going to do a special right, from we're Dubai. Doing two hours we're doing a the special hour. from Dubai. That's right. I, that's right. We're going to try and get to Dubai. We probably have to pay for it ourselves. Is my guess. Okay, if we're going to Dubai. Hey, man, I think... We better hit a big one between now and then, all right? I think the airfare for Dubai... On a a, a a Boeing report, live from Dubai, okay? I think the airfare
2: (laughs) on a Boeing, you know, Max 8, it's pretty cheap right now, so I think we can make it out to
1: Dubai. Yeah, it'd be a mere four or five grand for us to fly out there, right? And, of course, I don't believe there's a lot of holiday inns in Dubai. No,
2: I, I, I do Ritz Carlton. with morality, I mean, That's exactly
1: yeah. what you're going to be doing. That's about the only thing over to Ritz Carlton four seasons. Yeah, When in Dubai, I do like the Dubaians. Hey, Maybe Greenberg will let us stay in his suite. I'll ask him, hey, Steve, can we stay in your suite? I'm going to do the popo report. Steve, Steve likes the media. He'd, he'd probably be down with that.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we beat this one to death. Uh, let's didn't. talk about another local idiot. Okay. Uh, let's go. We got let's a 26 year old Lamont man yeah. charged with attempted murder after he beat his parents. And mind you, he fled to Texas.
1: He got caught though. Yeah. This dude, listen.
2: I, th- I thought Texas was a non-extraditing uh,
1: state. No, 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 you get extradited from every state in the country, all right? <laughs> but Texas, well, let me tell you something. You don't want to be. You don't want to get sentenced down in Texas. You want to come take your chances back home, all right? But this dog. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll... Hey, this this dog that beat his parents to death almost with a with a twenty pound barbell, right? He did kill the family dog. He did, yeah. Now, I you know <laughs> there's a lot of angry kids out there killing their moms and dads, eleven year olds shooting their state police dads in the ass. I mean, Man. there's a lot of bad things going out there with kid mom and dad. I gotta tell you all, be careful. If your kid's starting to act a little goofy... Well, we did a story last week. This dude stabbed his mom to the dust. Stabbed Andy his 11, sister. Andy,
2: well, yeah. And the <sighs> 11-year-old shot his uh, shot his trooper father. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's... yeah.
1: Let me tell you. If you're a state trooper and you could get shot... Your it's, regular mom and dad don't have much of a chance with the crazy kids when they come home, it's okay? It's dangerous being a parent. Yes. You know? Yes, it is. This is a big problem. You get these nutty 20-something-year-olds, okay? Who have probably a long history of mental illness of some sort. Yeah. And... You know, you tell him I'm not buying another pack of Marlboros for you, young man. And he goes downstairs and grabs that 20-pound weight and comes up and tries to kill the two of you you're not thi- yeah yeah. he's just not thinking you know what I, I, here's my advice you better, you better get strapped but tie that 45 under your hip at home and when you're sitting in an easy chair have one in the chamber in case Junior comes home and he's a little aggravated with you and he decides to take you out you talking about concealed carry while I'm at home concealed carry while, while you're, you're sitting home? in your bathrobe okay smoking your pipe on, right? the lazy, on the lazy boy watching TV you I, get a concealed carry here, here's the alternative you don't need concealed carry in your own house by the way but the, here's the alternative get piece of down with
2: a 20 pound weight it sounds better
1: though this is not she fun this no. is bad stuff man so moms and dads if the kids act in a little bizarro land get them out or get armed that's your two options get them out or get armed get strapped because we're, we're we've seen a lot of these stories this is serious stuff man parents getting killed grandparents getting killed it is this is not good <laughs> you got it this is bad this is bad stuff
2: it's called being proactive, parents. If your son or daughter they're acting goofy, get, get him get him a get you know. get him a mental health evaluation, and then you know make sure he's taking his meds, or you know make sure you uh, change the locks on your doors and don't let him back in. The
1: locks, you you better be doing more than changing the locks, okay? Because he's gonna shoot his way in. Just
2: move out. Make sure he doesn't know where you
1: where you. Where and you if move you to. live in New Zealand, they might get there in a half hour, forty five minutes. Okay, Their bodies might still be warm. This thing. Possible possibility that they're warm if you're in New Zealand, (laughs) okay? Yeah. Unless you live in Aurora. Aurora PD, you call 911. They're showing up, my friend, okay? They'll be there quick.
2: That's right, buddy. Yes. Uh so the uh, CTA is back in the news. Uh, some, uh, some some uh, shenanigans in, imagine, uh,
1: this is your favorite mode of transportation. Shenanigans, in the whole uh, wide world, shenanigans right? on the red line at the the Station. you live the ride at public transportation, and once again, once again, it's in the news and not in a good way. Being a CTA worker <laughs> is
2: rough. I mean, you've got to deal yes. with a lot of crap on a daily basis. And what about some 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 bastard just grabbing you, using you as a as a human shield, and then you get stabbed by the other guys that are chasing him. Come well, on. I got to tell you, I mean, if
1: you're the what guy you gonna that's going to get stabbed, then you happen the grab you know, some kind of mopey CPA employee, half asleep at two in the morning, and let me grab him. He needs to get cut more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty bad, man. Okay,
2: <laughs> I mean, you just got to stay out of the line of fire and make sure you're not shanked while you're doing your, uh, you know, your CTA yeah, duties. Yeah,
1: the CTA guy, man, they need to all be wearing Nikes so they could run fast and far when when it hits the fan, right?
2: Yeah, if I see something, yeah, something like far off in the distance, and
1: uh, yeah. it's like oh, a bunch stri- stri- of guys with c- knives, and c- trying to leave. Coming okay? straight
2: towards me, yeah, I'm. <laughs> T- time to go. You know. I'm going up that escalator and getting out of here because,
1: yeah, it happened down on the red line. Yeah, well, my friend, we, you know, we got to take a break, but we're going to come back and talk about our, one of our most favorite subjects in the whole world. We're going to talk about getting shot on the expressway in Chicago,
2: right? Oh, I 57s back in the news. Uh, it's been in the news. What um, a shock. Yeah, what a I shock, mean,
1: huh? Yeah, State but. troopers, cars getting hit still, getting whacked. I mean, they're getting creamed up. 13 this year. Well, let's get into it.
2: You know, we have a couple seconds. Well,
1: hey. <laughs> It's dangerous being a state trooper. That's what I, you know, almost as dangerous being a mom or dad with a crazy kid in the house.
2: You know, it's also dangerous, you know, being a boyfriend and uh, having your uh, girlfriend seeing another guy. That's also dangerous. That's We're going to talk about that. That happened in Evanston. All right, Paul? I like that. You've been, right. t- you've been listening to Chicago Popo Report on WSM 890. ABC News reports there are no more indictments expected from the Mueller probe. Does that mean we can all go home and forget about this? Monday on the Chris Plant Show, 9 till
1: Rush, WLS, AM
0: 890. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Chicago Popo Report.
1: Popo Nation, Chicago Popo Report, back, WSAM 890 Chicago. Folks, don't forget, you podcast it at WSAM.com. You can listen anytime, 24-7. You know, things get a little boring at home, you want to heat it up, Look over to that podcast. Download that podcast uh, thing on your iPhone. Right, streaming, streaming worldwide yeah stream that stuff whatever New the hell that means okay? New Zealand's but, New
2: Zealand's got the Chicago pull pull that's report. right yeah, Australia they're not
1: only liking yeah. the way we talked about them today but
2: hey like, what's what's with that funny Chicago accent yeah, you guys
1: yeah, talk about 36 minutes it was 35 and a half we were there right no we weren't no it's not we were there we were over by there hey we were over by there is exactly right we weren't go. doing much either when we were over by there. So what's up with that uh, state trooper again Paul Well listen the state trooper starting out to be a pretty dangerous job and not being shot at run over I mean we had the trooper who got tragically killed in the wintertime yeah. and uh, well, yeah, Thursday morning a trooper in southern Illinois got car got creamed I mean destroyed while he was out on a traffic stop yeah I, listen people. If you see the big white police car with the big lights on top flipping in 9,000 different directions, pull a little bit over to the left. Get out of their way, all right? Try not to become part of their back bumper and trunk. Because nothing's good going to happen to you. When all them troopers show up after the other trooper's car got destroyed, it's probably going to be pretty ugly for a little bit, huh?
2: I'll tell you one thing, Paul.
1: If you're not in the hospital, you, you might be in the hospital when them troopers all get there.
2: They may be getting smashed up on the on the interstate, but when they show up in court, man, they show up looking sharp. They man. do they look
1: put, sharp, but they, they, don't trust me. they
2: put C P D to shame. Man, yeah, they know, are yeah. crisp. Yeah, that bro, everything is ironed. I mean, they That's have right, no yeah. hair out of place, uh, fully shaven. I mean, they, they, man, they are rock
1: stars. They are rock stars in the courtroom and you know on the interstates. I, you know, I see most Popo show up in court looking like. Streets and sand guys, okay. Not the popo, the state police popo. That's minus, for sure. Minus, minus.
2: Lupe Aguirre.
1: That's right. Lupe Aguirre, always I a actually, fascist. because you I don't wear, know when there's an acting agent working wear, in the hallways. Right.
2: You look, listen. Just because of the just just because of our you know, our friends, the state troopers. I wear a tie. There you all go. All the time. Yeah. I make sure I wear my proper uh, proper shoes yeah. and not the work shoes. I mean, you've got to... You're looking good, man. You've <laughs> you you got to...
1: you to understand everybody's going, who's that?
2: You've got to dress the part, Paul. Is he with Chicago? you got to dress, dress the part. <laughs> and Illinois State Police, they are impeccable.
1: They do look good. They look like, uh, frankly, they look like Marine drill sergeants, the way they dress. Right, yep. exactly. They do. And they look good. And uh, But the car's not looking so good these days. 13 no. of them got smoked. No, 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 no. And a couple of troopers have been killed or badly injured. So, guys, ladies, please quit running into the state troopers. Yeah, give them a break out there. We've got, uh, we've got
2: the well, the next story, the next report. Also, you know, deals with the interstates, primarily I fifty seven. A smart guy out of the uh, what is that? The Paul University transport, a hey, DePaul University transportation professor, basically says. There's a design flaw, and that's why everybody's getting shot up. And you know what? When you think about it, he's got something to it because they have the high ground. And <laughs> who's they, got
1: the high ground? The shooters. They got. The, they're sitting in a car
2: shooting at no, each well, other. I mean, besides when they're shooting at each other, if they're sitting on the high ground and in the interstate, you know, it's at the low grade interstate. All right. That's right. perfect. Okay. That's that's you know. This
1: Professor's an idiot. Okay, I'm gonna, let me call it right now. Not not a smart guy. Uh, This study is ridiculous. I-57 gets shot up because there's a big gang population along I-57. That has something to do with it, too, Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's why it's getting shot up. It's not being shot up by, you know... Uh, Joe Bob from Arkansas on the 18 wheeler. Okay. No, it's, it's a perfect opportunity to do a, yeah, rub
2: out your, your you know, the competitor or your, you know, oh, aunt, your, yes, the, the gang guy. Right, yeah. The fight
1: starts on the side street on 111th Street and they roll in the I 57 and, and they're off and shooting. That's why it's getting shot up a lot. So because, it has nothing to do Because of the activity that's going on in the neighborhoods around I 57. So there's no design flaw, Paul? There may be a design flaw, but I'm sure it doesn't contribute to the gun violence on the damn highway doesn't help it i'm pretty sure it doesn't help it all right joe 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 should stay at the paul and inside the classroom and not speak publicly again do himself a favor all right.
2: so it's not beyond a statistical fluke
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <I> mean, <laughs> let's stop let's do something else okay because before i get in trouble and yelled at we're
2: going back to the mag mile uh, I love you know i love the mag, mag mile, mile. <laughs>
1: Listen, one thing we know about the mayors of the city of Chicago, they do not want any shenanigans going on on the Mag Mile in tourist area cuz You know, having spent a lot of time on that Mag Mile in the summertime, especially, you can't walk 20 feet without running into one of you guys. And one of you guys would be the Chicago Popo. Well, guess
2: who bankrolls the city? The Mag Mile. I mean, that's where a lot of dough spend. spent. That's where tourists are. That's where, you know, you've got to make sure. Let me tell you, they're very good about it, right? They're very good about
1: keeping the shenanigans down to a a real minimum on the Mag Mile.
2: And tomfoolery.
1: But not the other day. Not the other day. What happened the other day? Well, we got we got a, the thieves showed up. One of eight thief, a teeth, as we say in Chicago, a thief, a thief, or a, thief. a yeah. thief showed up on Meg uh, Mile yeah. Todd Howe, fifty-one, goes, right? Goes by the name of Todd Howe. Yeah, is that his real name? You think, or did they make that one up? What we was it? Todd. No, I, I'm sure that's not made up. He's arrested by a fugitive apprehension team. That sounds like you know heavy well, duty stuff.
2: Well, wait, he's at nine. I mean, you can't rip off nine hundred West
1: Michigan. Okay, that's what he
2: steal. Man, he stole some jewelry. He pointed
1: a gun at a store worker. Mm-hmm. Oh. A mag mile. Yeah, I wonder if that's true.
2: <laughs> I'm sure they have it I'd on like camera. See,
1: I'd like to see that video I'm tape, sure they okay? have
2: it on camera, Paul, because uh, nothing, yeah, you can't walk, you can't walk a half block without, you know, being on camera, so even in the store. So let me
1: see your rings, I and mean, then he pulled out a knife and took the ring, right? Yeah. So he lives in Elmwood. He got arrested in Cicero. It's got kind of a couple of dicey neighborhoods running around. Where were the uh, well, solid jewelry? Hey, hey, where was the
2: store security there? I mean,
1: oh, they get away from they're, store they're security. as far away from Todd as they could be. All right. Hey, at 15 bucks an hour?
2: Yeah. I don't think I'm going to risk
1: the gun thing. Okay. They
2: have insurance for that. You call okay? that 911 yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Give them the jewelry, honey. Okay. Yeah, let Please. him go. <laughs> we'll catch him later. Yes. So no. yeah. he they caught him. They caught him. Yes. You robbed something on Michigan Avenue. The heat's coming. It's like Jesse Smollett. You can get a lot of attention. That's right, Paul. Let's go up north now to Evanston. We talked about this case last week, right? That's right. We, there
2: were yeah, unresolved questions surrounding yes. you know the young man's death. Yes. And it's, the, you know, I don't know him. He's not my people. I
1: don't so, think he's your
2: people. Cut that out. Or maybe i uh, you never, never heard of him, never encountered Not hanging out with the Aguires, is Not it? Not hanging out with
1: the Aguires, no. He came to a bad ending, though. What happened? A boyfriend, girlfriend thing. Boyfriend, girlfriend, new boyfriend. Well, oh, no. yeah. Boyfriend, girlfriend, old boyfriend was offended.
2: Yeah, he wasn't. You're not spending enough time with me. I mean, yeah, he no, just
1: old boyfriend was not happy, but the new boyfriend was he?
2: No, well, here, here's what I'm thinking. She had she had both of them on the
1: rotation. Ah, uh, they that's were on the, the rotation. Uh, oh, somebody didn't like being in a rotation. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want a pinch hitter showing up when they went home did they She didn't. She didn't know how to. Yeah, how to handle the. Uh, <laughs> she should have. Her guy's on the bench. He's on the bench. <laughs> Forget about that pinch hitter stuff.
2: Yeah. So she, you know, thinking, you know, I guess he shows up. He shows up, and um the other guy shows up, and. It was just uh, one guy had a gun, and they're both start... from you know far away from the south side, a little village. Right? Yeah, yeah she, um, she, who knows who knows where she, where the uh, uh, the girlfriend grew up, but yeah, yeah, she's far away from that nonsense in the in the inner
1: city. Well, the inner city came to her. Yeah, oh, Front yeah. step right. Yeah, you can leave the inner oh, city. Old boyfriend smoked, new boyfriend, and yeah. Evans and Popo. They they solved this crime, didn't they? Oh yeah, they close this one out, bro. And some popo, they don't mess around. You start questioning people, and yeah, hey, well, listen. Not, not quite as good as Aurora PD, okay, but they're not bad. No, no, no. They solve the crime.
2: Jealousy isn't isn't a good
1: thing, Paul. I mean, <laughs> I... It's, it's, it's especially not good when you wind up dead, right? No, so yeah. Hey, but back out to Aurora. Go back. back out to Aurora, bro. My favorite town. Chief Christine Zeman, my favorite chief, right? My favorite guys running in the gunfire. It seems like every
2: week uh we we're always we're always pumping up Aurora and the police chief. I, I'll tell you what. Well deserved, okay? That's right. And we're we're going conti- to talk about them until
1: there's well, reason to talk bad about them I guess. We're going right? to
2: continue talking <laughs> about them exactly. <laughs> After the break, Paul, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLSAM eight ninety.
0: Hey, you got the man cow here. Peanut Tillman is going to join us. He's actually rowing across Lake Michigan. The former Bear, Lori Lightfoot, our next mayor, is going to check in. And Diamond and
1: Silk—that's Monday's man cow. Step four. Of the bone. We're back. Chicago Popo Report. WLSAM eight ninety. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Ciolino, talking about crime, punishment, silly politicians. Getting involved in crime. Gunshot victims. Really silly gunshot victims, right? We carry it all. We talk about it. Yeah. Well, what you say? They... Get into it. Gunshot victims aren't silly. People are shooting them for silly reasons sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Really silly stuff. Back in Aurora. What happened? Well, again. A man shoots his neighbor twice in a leg. Argument over the girlfriend. Uh, this just happened in Evanston <laughs> <Yeah>, too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except this guy got... The guy in Evanston got killed. This guy a couple a couple leg shot wounds. A couple of, hey, listen, I, he's doing him a solid, bro. I'm gonna shoot you in the leg this time. Next time, it's gonna be in the head.
2: I think he was missing. I think he was shooting for the for for a for a body shot, and he's just a bad shot.
1: <laughs> he might have been jumping around a little bit too. Okay.
2: I mean, this guy's a Ford. He's got he's got a Ford card, concealed carry guy. Uh, he's just, not too smart. You know when he gets into a fight, <laughs> he 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 gets into a fight. He basically started the fight, and then he pulls out a gun. This guy is a little weasel, uh, you know. He's uh, listen. To this movie he, called he an
1: equalizer back in he, the old neighborhood, bro. I mean, you get the big guy going to beat your ass, and you pull out your piece to try and resolve the issue. No, but he started the fight. <laughs> well, that's what happens with you know, a lot t- of guys with guns. Are you I talking think. crap about my
2: girlfriend or whatever? Oh. You know.
1: You go, hey, hey, bro. And
2: then and then you're getting your and then you're getting your, your butt whooped, then you pull out the gun. Yeah, yeah. It's a little insecurity there, you know. Why don't you leave the gun at home if you're gonna if you're gonna duke it out, just duke it out, uh,
1: man. Uh, and and worse of all, Illinois State Police requesting both the FOID card and his, his concealed carry permit Absolutely. be revoked. Yeah. And I can tell you what. Chief Zeman, she'll be out there grabbing that card
2: personally, probably. Oh, man. Huh? Talk about Chief Zeman. She's a little soft on the eyes, well, let me too, tell you, right? She is man. soft on the
1: eyes. Chief Zeman shows up and knocks on the door. You're probably going, hey, Chief, what's like, up? Here, just do whatever you want. Take it. Here, it's hey, yours. Hey, right? Here, hop up. Here, I'll put the handcuffs on myself. That's right. I'll come with you, Chief. I'll come with Can you. I ride in the front seat, please? please. No. No. <laughs> Ass wipe. You can't ride in the front seat. Get in the trunk. <laughs> and you probably just, you know, she pops a trunk. I, hey. I bet Chief Seaman doesn't even have to get out of the squad car. She just pulls up in the driveway. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. No backup. No SWAT team. No. She's no. going to honk the horn, mm-hmm. stick her little finger out the window and say, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> come come here, here, genius. Bring bring the FOID card, the concealed carry permit. Oh, We already got the 9 millimeter. But you got any other guns in there? Yeah. yeah bring yeah. them with you, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she hits the trunk button. The trunk pops up. And goes, now climb in there, genius. And we're going to go down to my house. That's fully automated, exactly. That's right. Very efficient. If he's smart, he gets in the squad car because "Eh, they're not going to mess around with you.
2: I'm sure they're going to put that in the general order.
1: That's right. Soon, (laughs) we could videotape. That'd be a great YouTube video, wouldn't it? She's in the squad car, just waving her finger. Come on, get in here. How to properly handle an arrest? That's right. A felon. A felon. That's right. right. Who shot his neighbor? Yeah. She even can handle it. Well,
2: we're, we're, we're going from, you know, a neighbor <laughs> shooting a neighbor to a,
1: to a girlfriend shooting her boyfriend. I was all a big misunderstanding, my friend. Okay? Was it? Yeah, you got to read the story. Missouri woman. A little goofy down in Missouri sometimes, aren't they? Miss Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, she shot her boyfriend. But only because the gun went off while they were acting on a movie scene, right? Yeah. we were acting on a movie scene. The I, gun uh... went off. Kind of killed my boyfriend. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. <sighs> I mean... Yeah, a
2: little alcohols involved
1: no, too. I no, mean, no, did you yeah. thought there was some alcohol, alcohol involved? Because
2: you can't be thinking with a full deck when you're playing around with a fully loaded gun.
1: She called nine one one. She caught to it on the phone. I accidentally shot him in the head. It was a big mistake. I'm sorry. He's kind. He's kind of dead. I meant.
2: I meant. To, I meant to hit, hit him in the shoulder. Would you, I,
1: could, would you guys come over here and pick him up, please? Get him off my couch. He's bleeding all over the print flower pattern. It's not looking good on the beige carpet. Okay, get I me mean, out of my house.
2: I love acting out scenes, especially uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, when there's a karate movie involved. or oh Whenever there's a good
1: gunfight, you know, good good but car- you know, bring out guns. I'd want to check it my, personally. With okay? just my
2: fingers, you know, That's using right. my fingers yes. and my hands as a as a gun, or yeah. you know,
1: kicking and you know, this, this one did not work out. And the detective said the defendant's breast smelled of alcohol, and she admitted drinking whiskey. Well, thank God. Probably not a good idea handling a loaded weapon when you're drinking whiskey and you're with your boyfriend, who you're probably ticked off at about something that she's not talking about.
2: Thank God for that admission, because it would have been a hard case to solve.
1: That crime's solved, man. That's solved. Solved stuff. Done. She's locked up. It's all good in Missouri. In Missouri. Hey, we got another Chicago cop in the news. Is he a Chicago cop? But he's not a Chicago Uh, cop. He was carrying a Chicago popo badge, though, wasn't he? When yeah. his plane crashed into a house and it all kind of unraveled on him.
2: Every, hey, when this happened, the whole city was, uh, oh, my God, a retired Chicago police officer, you know. And it turns out that he wasn't a Chicago police Never officer.
1: Never was a Chicago Popo, right? Never because ever. when he crashed and they, a a and, and they found a badge, the Popo out west, I believe in California, called Chicago and said, hey, one your, of your retired guys died in plane crash. And they go, that's terrible. What's his name? What's his badge number? Chicago Popo said, hey, he never worked for us. Not mm, one of us. The FOP said, no, never heard of him. No. And
2: records never.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, the record-keeping uh, ability of CPD has never been the greatest, okay? He could have been a police officer, retired many, many years, but in fact was not. No, not at all. But he liked the Popo. All his friends said he was a Popo junkie. He owned a restaurant had all popo paraphernalia up on yeah. the walls, badges, you know, little shoulder patches. Had the whole it's good thing for working. business.
2: Good for business.
1: Right? Yeah. Good for business. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right? Brett, you like that? Brett, Brett's giving us the evil eye back and forth. we got three minutes left in this segment. I'm, I thought we were in trouble for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: so, yeah, so he, he went by Jordan Aaron, Antonio Pastini, and probably a handful of other names. Right. But, uh, I wonder there's going to be
1: more on this story later on, I'm guessing, Right. No. He's flying from Vegas to Long Beach, and uh, weather to. By the way, he'd been in trouble with the uh, ABA FAA before because Several he times, was yeah. flying, said that he was instrument rated. He was not instrument rated, and they they popped him for about six months.
2: Very, very cavalier, yeah. Very
1: cavalier about the rules, wasn't he? he?
2: Even claimed he was a marine. The marines dispute uh, that.
1: Uh, it's stolen honor again. Right? These
2: are all stories, and it's good yeah. for business. He was a hey, great storyteller. To, to talk.
1: Her. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a dead one now. He died, and it all come unraveled. He hung out with the,
2: uh, you know, the guy who owned a couple two-tree brothels in uh, in Las Vegas. I mean. <laughs>
1: why, th- why am I not surprised at this part of the story, okay? Yeah, he. Tony running around with his badge in the brothel. I can just see fat Tony running around, got the badge hanging around his little fat neck, okay? Nothing else on. Running through the bar in the brothel. Moonlight hey, Bunny
2: Ranch. Moonlight Bunny run. Ranch. I'm at the
1: Bunny Ranch, and I'm the ex-popo. Look at here. Right on my chest. There's Perf- my badge.
2: Perfectly legal. Come on, girls.
1: need a free one. <laughs>
2: The uh what was it with the guy guys? Dennis Hoff, yeah. Dennis Hoff. He, he died, said, died
1: too uh not died, too long ago. Not too long ago, he heart said attack,
2: you know, right?
1: He, he fell out yeah, with a heart attack. Well, how could you not have in a heart attack? Brooklyn. All
2: that fun? I mean your heart could only handle <laughs> so much, Paul. Yeah, I
1: gotta tell you, I don't if think I that's was... a lot of fun. A lot of drama going on in the old, uh, you know, house of prostitution. So so it's not that much fun in there. You can get people don't wanna pay, people that are using drugs, having heart attacks, paramedics are there, Popo's there all the time, a lot of stress running the joint like that. Stress. Stress. Yeah. I, it's not. I don't have firsthand experience, but I've, I've been around it. Okay? Been around it, yeah. Uh, professionally.
2: Professionally. Uh, yes, I have. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, according to uh, Mr. Huff, uh, he was the greatest guy. I Loved this guy, you know, the Chicago cop. Right, right. I'm sure everybody wanted everybody to loved him. He
1: had an airplane, he had a restaurant. What's not the love? You eat for free and get to fly around with your buddy with his own private plane. Hey, Amen. Although his he... flying skills turned out to be questionable, didn't they? Well, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. Probably not a good idea, flying around with, that Tony
2: I could go through a huge storm
1: just you know just on a smile I'm, on my uh, special <laughs> superpowers okay just on a smile He kind of deserted him on this day when he ran into the, his plane and the house collided with each other that's I don't right I think the house was flying either
2: here let's uh, let's talk about this uh, guy out of Connecticut uh, New Haven Connecticut uh, police officer he's uh, he's gonna be dumped
1: because <laughs> he's got a lot of tattoos on him Jason 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 Oh, got the neck tattoos. Has he got a face tattoo. he got the Mike Tyson thing going. He's got some. Yeah, he's got some ink on his face.
2: Oh God! Which, which? What's he not thinking? The, it's not the smartest thing to do. No, but, no. What Paul, you and I, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into this, and we're gonna you know discuss the pros and cons of having face tattoos while you're being a police officer. Right. Okay? You've been listening to the Popo Report on WSM 890. We'll see you in a few.
0: What will the results mean to you? Get the answers and complete coverage of the 2019 election on WLS AM 890. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Chicago Popo Report.
1: Welcome back, peeps. WLS AM 890 Chicago, Chicago Popo Report. Saturday night, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cielino, talking about what's important to you. Yeah. Not necessarily to us. Talking about tattoos now. Huh? We're in the home stretch, man. I don't know how hot tattoos are. Maybe we should have ran with this one earlier, but.
2: Hey, Paul, I'm going to get all Latin on you, all right? (laughs) Okay, get a Latin on me. Benny
1: Vidi Vici. All right? Is that close to Spanish? Latin? Latin, bro. Close, right? I came, I saw, I conquered. Either comes from Greek or Latin, one of the two, right? That's Jason Bandy's motto, man. Jason, Jason, Jason is unemployed right now, isn't he?
2: Just because of some small tattoos on his face?
1: <laughs> He's a popo, man. You can't be running around with tattoos on yeah, your face. people, come on. Talk man. about getting shot accidentally, okay? Just popo because looks up, Jason come running into the scene, tat on his face, it might not look below his neck.
2: Just because it wasn't explicitly stated, you know in the uh policy popo handbook, you know, the general order. Come
1: on, we should have enough yeah, sense. Right. Jason's art is more important than the damn popo policy, okay? My ink is very important. That's right. I want to be than my appearance. I want to tattoo everything. Even the silly numbers on my forehead or you know, symbols, maybe. Any symbols? I, mean, I guess that Jason's a Caucasian man.
2: I mean a lot of a lot of <laughs> here, a lot of Chicago police officers uh well not a lot of them, I'm mean, a certain, you know, percentage half tattoos. There's a lot of ink in the CPD There's a right? lot of ink yeah. but not on guys. the neck or on the face. Come on, guys. At least they're that smart. Yes. But here, when uh, when McCarthy, when McCarthy was bar- was a uh, chief of pol- was a uh, M- superintendent. Uh, your
1: buddy McStash.
2: McStash, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when McStash was chief, he introduced or he uh he wanted police officers to cover up their ink. So, for example, in the summertime you can't wear short sleeve, you know, popo shirts if you have ink on your ink on your arms. Any ink, right? Any ink. So if right. it's so if it's hundred degrees out there, you have to walk around with a full sleeve popo yeah, shirt. There's always laser, which is removal. very uncomfortable. Everybody, everybody was upset. You know,
1: you're not getting out of the car in that air conditioning. I'm guessing if you're wearing a long sleeve shirt in um, 95 <laughs> degree heat in Chicago, July, August days, How are you?
2: And but that wasn't my concern because I don't have any you know any ink on my arm. As an
1: actor, it might not fit in the next movie role.
2: You know, I just, just I just have a lower back ink. That's it.
1: But that stamp uh, tramp? What are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> are we talking stamp tramp? Come on. I just have a stamp. I've never tramp, seen that. Oh, okay, that's it. right. It?
2: You could pull it off. But uh, you know what really bothered me? I think we talked about this before. What's it? We couldn't wear our baseball hats anymore.
1: I yeah, I, I think baseball hats are appropriate. So and that's where I drew one, right? the now line, now you're looking Paul. Pretty hot right now, yeah, I turned around like you're a catcher or something. That's right? where I draw the line, Paul. I'm wearing that baseball Once hat, that right, Once that
2: baseball right, hat policy was eliminated, yeah. oh my God, his days were numbered.
1: That was you know it? what? Days were numbered. Yeah, done. I'm sure, Rom. That's what Rom thought too. <laughs> Rom said, uh, "I don't like the baseball cap policy and the inked policy." You think? You think think it was his...
2: Because walking into a domestic, you know, with a crown cap, it's it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, very funky, tactical, right? not very tactical, not very tactical, and it's not very look, sexy.
1: You don't look too badass wearing that hat either. No, I don't you, know, you, know. Don't. you look you, like you, a bus driver on the CTA in the old days.
2: No, you don't. When you go hands-on, yeah, it kind of gets in the way. So
1: Put that baseball cap on, right? That flips off, no one's going to get too excited.
2: So, uh, yeah, Jason Bandy, I'm sorry, but Jason, we're not on board with this.
1: And yeah, Clearly, the uh, city fathers in Connecticut there aren't on board with the whole thing. Tattoo thing, are they? No. So what happens? Does he get his job back? Does the Fed step in and go, "Hey, freedom of expression and all that"? It's one of your rights, maybe Probably. the First Amendment.
2: Probably not.
1: I don't know. Does he go to Fed? Hey, the ACLU jump in? I think this is a perfect case for the ACLU. Probably not. Huh? Don't you think? Probably not. Maybe they have the bigger ACLU, fights to fight. This be a great case.
2: Fights to battle.
1: All right, moving on. Where? Where? where oh, I love this story, man. Mama June
2: Mama, Mama June, Mama June, huh? because it's Funky Crime and Punishment uh, Time.
1: What happened to Mama June to make the Popo report down in Tuskegee, Alabama? What was she up to?
2: Well, I mean, does everybody know who Mama June is, though, uh,
1: first? Well, we, everybody should know who she is. She's a reality TV star. Her and her little fat kid, all honey, right?
2: Honey boo-boo.
1: Honey boo-boo, all right? Five-year-old who weighed 140 pounds or something. Can't believe we're even Ain't, talking about this. Did she have tattoos? <laughs> But Mama, Mama hey, June—I'm sure she has tattoos. You know, Mama June was in a gas station in Macon County, Alabama, with her current beau, Eugene Doke, and Eugene and her were, you know, having a disagreement, as they say. It was we call it, domestic disturbance in the car in the gas station. Verbal altercation. Eh, what happened? Eh, Popo got called, right? Well, as always... Because there's probably somebody who may not have been a fan of Mama June in the old reality TV days. causing
2: a disturbance, nonetheless. Yeah, right. And you know what? Uh, someone wasn't minding their own business. And this <laughs> is a third party... <laughs> they 911.
1: This is a third yeah. party call, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
2: Hey, someone's acting up. Uh, we need the Popo uh, to come June. and straighten this out. I- and unfortunately for Mama June... <laughs> she had crack and coke. She had a crack pipe I, I, and cocaine I on I tell her.
1: you, the Honey Boo Boo fans out there are not going to be happy to hear Mama June is partaking in crack, okay? Where was Honey Boo Boo, Here. by the way? Is this a shocker? Was she in a trailer? Are they towing her around? I mean, because she's too big for a car seat. So she had to be in a trailer or something, didn't she? Come on. No, uh, no.
2: But, oh. I mean, it does, doesn't shock the senses at all. That,
1: that she had a crack
2: pipe? Yeah. Her
1: and her boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah, no, dope? No, no. It should be dope, okay? Eugene Dope, dope not Eugene Dope. I mean, this crew. They're made for TV. There should be an episode of this one. I'm guessing whatever channel, or I'm not going to do that episode. But I think you and I should pitch that one. Okay, no, maybe. Oh, uh, who would like that? Bravo TV, right? Uh, maybe Bravo. Comedy Central. Oxygen? How about Comedy Central? This is tragedy. It's not a comedy. Okay, <laughs> we find it amusing, but and our listeners will find it amusing because they're sick puppies too. But but the rest of the world will probably go to home. Oh, God, this is terrible. Mama June, crack pipe. Domestic disturbance, Alabama. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Mama June would have turned out like that. Uh, hey, Fine, upstanding mom she once hey, was. Hey, I, in Arkansas, or wherever I'm, she. Where I'm she shocked was. and sad, and just like you, Paul. I am.
2: Hopefully, she turns her life around and you know I, cuts out that bad habit.
1: I, I, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. I'm going to really go out on a limb and tell you, Mama June's probably going to make the Popo report again in the near future. Perhaps when she goes to court we'll definitely keep everybody updated that's right we're going we're going to follow this story aren't we the journalists that we are we journalists can we say we're journalists we got a radio show I'm talking I, about I don't stuff think so. that journalists <laughs> might talk about
2: there's no journalistic integrity here, Paul.
1: <laughs> There's not much else out in the real world either, my friend, okay? <laughs> Listen, it's dog-eat-dog out here on the, in media land.
2: <laughs> you get that, right?
1: <laughs> if, if we we got to exploit Mama June and Baby Boo-Boo or whatever.
2: Well, yeah, we're going to exploit... Baby
1: moo I don't know what her name is, but if we got to exploit them, we will.
2: We're going to exploit Florida next, Paul. You, the, 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 we're ubiqu- back to Florida. The, the ubiquitous Florida man is back in the news, back on the Popo Chicago <sighs> what, what, Popo Report. It, it,
1: Throwing pancake batter all over the place. Ah, Here's another guy that uses two first names. Usually they're serial killers or they climb up in the towers and they shoot people. This one's not too bad, right?
2: Well, I mean, here, you're facing battery charges for throwing uh, (laughs) pancake batter.
1: Oh, man. Who do you throw the pancake batter You think a
2: Chicago man would be facing battery charges for pancake batter throwing? No.
1: I don't think so. We shoot each other in the leg up here when you have an argument, okay? We don't throw pancake batter.
2: It was The police would arrive, and it would be a nineteen. Paul, you guys take care of it. We're out of here. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. We're gone. <laughs> we this call is, animal control can handle this call, can't they? Do I a, want to handle it? No. This is
2: a bad use of police resources. Okay, pancake
1: would, batter, would, please. I, we don't
2: want to you know, do that
1: case unless anyone's being shot. You know, unless my girlfriend any- had pancake batter in her hair and clothes. I mean, it's not as bad as bubble gum. And pancake batter probably wash out. Probably, you know, not in Florida. That's they probably use pancake batter as conditioner. All right, in some parts of Florida, <laughs> not in Palm Beach, but I mean, you know, in Central Florida. I mean, the pancake batter might work.
2: It's uh, it's it's soft on the skin. It's nice. You know, it's nice. It's, know, like it's, like a, nice like
1: a, it's a hey. perfect exfoliant. Pancake like a, batter. It's like, it's like a milk bath or something, right? Is there milk in pancake batter There's flour, water, sugar? Right? Yeah,
2: it's kind of grainy. It's yeah. got to be grainy. Yeah, it is kind of grainy. And yeah. you know, like it wasn't very
1: nice throwing pancake batter at her.
2: That's all I am going to say. All
1: right. I'm with the victim in this one.
2: So, Mr. Zimmerman, once you get out, you know, once you, you know, finish doing your stint in, uh, you know, in, uh, in Cook, in the county jail. He's
1: not going to get time. For- He's
2: going to get time for this one, you think? It's in Florida. Oh yeah. Oh. They, they love arresting the Florida man. <laughs> so look into marketing pancake batter as an exfoliant. Okay. So much crime, so little time. Paul, we're going to take another break and we're going to continue with funky crime and punishment time. You've been listening to the Popo report on WLSAM 890. Chicago's news. At no point has Mr. Kelly ever met Timothy Savage in talk.
0: Something has to happen this
1: guy. WLS AM 890. Step four. of the bone. What you've been waiting for, folks. Chicago Popo Report, final segment, closing out. You do not want to turn off the radio now. You better not turn it off, all right? Because something bad will happen to you, because you've missed the hot part of the show. This we've, is a, a smoking, and steamy part.
2: And well, we've got a great happy ending.
1: And we finished, brother. We are finishers at the Chicago Popo Report and WLS AM 890. Don't forget that.
2: Exactly. Anyone with uh phalanges or fingers, you know, will
1: That's right. love that last story. That's right. If you like if you like your fingers, you're gonna like this story. Exactly. And that'll keep you on there, right? But first, hey. we got a fishing story. And if we got a bass fishing tournament, got ugly down in Texas. Man, they take their bass fishing <laughs> Here seriously. Here's another guy using two first names, all oh, Terry Keith. Terry Keith Long Bridgeport. I'm assuming Bridgeport, Texas, because they didn't say otherwise. You know, he's in this little bass tournament and, and Terry got cute. Terry got a largemouth bass and, you know, he tried to stretch it. It was sixteen inches, the minimum was twenty four. I don't know how you go about stretching that eight inches onto a bass, but it couldn't have been too pleasant for the bass fish.
2: What do you talking? Wait, I thought bass I thought Bad, well, fish, bass fish, whatever. Yeah. I thought they were elastic. Large Largemouth. The, well,
1: there might be a little elasticity there. I don't know if there's eight inches of it. <laughs> so they're not growers. Well, all men would like to have that kind of elasticity, wouldn't they? <laughs> so, so they're not growers. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Hey, listen, Terry got caught, and man, he's in this bass tournament, which they take pretty seriously down in Texas, I'm guessing, right? Because he winds up in jail. He got $25,000 bond. R. Kelly would, but lo- R. Kelly was in Texas to be about two point eight million dollar bond. Okay, it's too much justice, Paul. Twenty five thousand dollar bond. Too much justice. In jail. I mean, I probably banned it from you know, bass tournaments forever now, or or at least thirty days. Yeah, he's charged with fraud at a freshwater fishing tournament, which is a third degree felony in Texas. I mean, you got to shoot somebody twice before you get a third degree felony in Chicago. I mean, one shot. I mean, you're you're bordering on misdemeanor. Yeah, right. <laughs> what's what, what's wrong? With as much Texas? as we don't like guns, I mean, Texas, you could shoot somebody, you'd probably not get as much trouble as cheating in a bass tournament. So we might have to follow that, okay? All right, because I got to tell you, he's looking at two to ten years for cheating in the damn tournament. I mean, boy, I, I, I mean, other bass fishermen probably like this down with this rule, and I'm guessing somebody in the legislature was a bass fin- fisherman who uh, decided he was tired of losing by cheaters.
2: You're probably right. I mean, they wrote that... up
1: some laws, and boy, Terry's in for a tough time of it now. You finally, that's, that's the real story right there. Well, that's it. But, you know, our mm-hmm. next guy... He's he's not too bright either. Hey, Paul, when you trans he, when you transport, not too smart. When you're transporting narcotics, About make sure your navigation system make sure okay? your
2: navigation
1: system is working and you I get to bro, the right bro. location. Listen, the navigation systems are tricky; no, no two work alike. Your phone doesn't even come up with the same thing. So this guy's trying to cross over from Canada into the states with ten pounds of meth in the car. You know what? We think we got a problem on the southern border. Apparently, there's what big one on the northern border too. So, he's looking for one of them roads between yeah. the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. We don't have no fence in Canada, right? Yeah, no fencing, Canada. No yeah. wall. No, no, no wall. No Constantine, wire, right? No. We've got points of entry, as they say, right? Ports of entry. And there aren't a lot of them. There are a lot of places that drive over the border. Right, There's no ocean between Canada and the United States. No. There's some lake action going some on. Some lake
2: action, yeah, when you go going but mostly from- it's
1: just trees. A lot yeah. of trees. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, it's easy to cross into the United States or go to Canada from here. So this guy... Big bridges. GPS takes him what? 10 pounds of meth in the car, right to what? Customs. And of course, genius doesn't have a passport on him, right?
2: Constantine (sighs) Zathalis.
1: He's probably Greek. Let's say he's Greek, and he thought maybe he was in Greece, okay? Because he's got no passport, and he's got... 10 pounds of meth. It's very unusual for a Greek guy to be dealing with 10 pounds of meth, by the poor, way. Poor
2: Malacca wasn't too smart on <laughs> this one.
1: I mean, 10 pounds of what? Uh, yeah, you know, they would be carrying... Uh,
2: hey. The Greeks would
1: not be carrying meth generally. Hey, listen. He
2: was under pressure. He was under pressure. He, he has a gambling debt, and someone asked him, ah, hey... well,
1: there you go. You know what? There you go.
2: Hey, do me a solid, and we'll... We'll take care of that gambling debt. Just you know,
1: take this package across, and you know we'll take care of it. And generally, that would be pretty easy because a lot of the border if Your is navigation un- system worked. <laughs> your navigation system. We should taking you on route, you know, twenty two A into Montana, where the, the worst thing to happen to you is you get hit by a deer when you're crossing. Okay, because there's no human life for two hundred miles. But he goes right to the big old lit up U.S. Customs bridge. And the boys go, oh, really? <laughs> no passport, yeah. no papers. Yeah. Pull over here, young man. Right? So
2: listen, for all you would be mules, make sure your nav nav system is working. All right.
1: You're gonna be spending about seven to ten years in a federal facility near you soon. Okay. That's See right. you later. Oh God. That's right. Hey, you like you, you
2: like going to the Bulls games, right? You like watching basketball, especially you know during not during
1: seven eight years. Not during, so much no.
2: During timeouts <laughs> when they do a bunch of shows on the court and then the uh, the t shirts come flying and they throw them in that t-shirt gun and you're like ah, I, I gotta want, tell you i want I like a, gun. I want a t-shirt, t-shirt gun yeah i'm
1: impressed by the t-shirt it's gun. got that some thing, range yes. right it makes it
2: all the way up to the and top then, tier
1: 150 200 feet man that man. thing can shoot
2: and it's gotten better over the years i but, mean i remember when i was younger it never really made it that far but now it's it's hitting that, the
1: ceiling they're, they're hitting the upper deck with yeah. the damn thing from the field level right yeah and you
2: know uh gangsters and criminals they're they're yeah, on to they it have
1: figured out Tell you what i wouldn't I wouldn't mind adding a t shirt shotgun to my arsenal, you know
2: pretty savvy man
1: you know when moose gets a little little you know uppity with me and not paying attention, I load a t shirt and shoot him in his big brown butt, yeah. moose being the dog, not one of the kids or not a real moose, not a real moose would be pretty <laughs> ineffective but but <laughs> moose the old thirteen year old mutt he would probably pay attention to getting shot with the t shirt shotgun or whatever it is what what did our geniuses do with the guy. an well, Oklahoma
2: we got an Oklahoma woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. She tried she tried doing that exactly, she she's pretty ingenious actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's standing outside of prison doing what? Now, hey, you know, outside prisons have walls and they have these big towers with guards in them twenty four seven. Yeah. And generally when you're standing outside of a prison, they what pr- happens?
2: they know they know you're
1: there. The, the guards are gonna see you standing outside the prison, right?
2: Unless, unless you're using some effective camouflage or, you know, you want. my
1: experience is there is no camouflage available, all <laughs> right? The prison is, uh, it's pretty barren for about a hundred yards out.
2: So she tries shooting in some, you know, among other things, you know, narcotics, uh, uh, cell phones, so. tobacco, she, she, digital skills. She,
1: she had a whole grocery list of prohibited items in the penitentiary, didn't she?
2: Yeah, but it didn't work. She, uh, she, she was got spotted. Caught. Are she, you
1: kidding me? She, she really got, did. spotted. she got spotted. She, she got I, I find this hard to believe.
2: You know? They they
1: seized somebody you know, was awake in one of the towers, right?
2: Yeah, they weren't they weren't <laughs> on lunch, they weren't on break, they weren't in the hole. Uh, so yeah, they spotted I, her and they
1: caught her. I, I but they had time to videotape away. this one. This this one they should have video taken There's a lot this of evidence would be here. Great Paul. stuff. A great a great visual moment. All right, but we'll have to describe it properly. You see, so this genius, she is standing outside of the prison with the the, the t-shirt shotgun, right? Uh-huh. And she's loading it up with dope and cell phones and whatever else she's sending the boys over on the other side. I'm, I'm, she's probably doing it when they're not even in the yard. This is probably the really stupid criminal part.
2: I mean was it was this done during the day or at night? I think believe it was done during the day. Like, well, yeah, I,
1: mean, I mean no one's out at night that's for sure. That so would have been the that, best
2: time to do it. I mean no one's going to watch. no one's going to see. You're less likely more likely to get away with it, right? Can, can you make under the cover that, of man, you're darkness? In the tower under the you're, cover of here darkness. It comes
1: these big f- cell phones flying over the top of a 40 foot wall. Yeah, but right? you know, it's dark. I Paul. love this story. This okay. is so this is so stupid. I can't stand it.
2: See, did, but now it's time for happy ending, Paul.
1: Ah, uh, we love happy ending. What's our happy ending?
2: Ah, <sighs> well
1: this is the romantic, a romantic happy ending. It's not so romantic, but <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey,
2: if you've got fingers, you're gonna love this one. Uh, no finger protected by the Constitution, Paul. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that. Yeah. And apparently, the uh, court, the uh, appellate court up in Wisconsin. What happened? Lady so, gets pulled over and up in uh, Taylor, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Popo writes her ticket. Yeah, she driving away. It's all good, right? He flips, the she do, man? She flips the bird. She flips the bird. He shot stops her again. Out the window, didn't she? Stops her again,
2: and then you know what? I'm going to cite you for the, your full infraction. And the U.S. the U.S. Court of Appeals said, "No, buddy, you can't do that. That's pretextual." She,
1: it, the, the U.S. Court of Appeals even kind of reprimanded him. Right?
2: The middle finger flies, Paul, and that does it. It's a happy ending for the bird lady, Paul, mm. and that does it for us. As always, don't poo poo on the popo. And mind your own business. Watch your six. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.